0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Justin Robert Young podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young. Joining you yet again, December 5th, December, November 5th, 2019. You know, I... We're going to get a little bit into the culture war today. A friend of mine asked me yesterday what I thought of a few political pundits that are more on the culture war side. And you guys know that they're not my favorite stories, mostly because, not because I don't find them fascinating. In fact, I will say this. I find pretty much every culture war story fascinating for some reason or another. I hate talking about them because everybody has their own lines drawn. It's not a culture discussion, it's a culture war, and either you come dressed in your fatigues With your military-issued weapon ready to fire, or you really don't have any place in in this conflict. So, we're going to go ahead and start with that one. We read now from The Sun. Seeing red, what is the LGBT rainbow poppy and why is it so controversial? Uh, all right, so, so where do we start with this one? Uh, uh, there is effectively a Veterans Day. I think it's called Remembrance Day out there in the old UK. To commemorate this day, to remember fallen UK soldiers, you wear a red poppy. This is you know, just a red flower with a, a black circle in the middle of it. Apparently, it's because of some poem or something. I don't know. I didn't really look all that much into it. Just kidding. I did look into it, mostly because on an upcoming episode of America's Next Top Podcaster, I yell at somebody for saying I don't know on a news podcast. So I can't say I don't know on a news podcast anymore. What a box I put myself in. A real predicament for your old boy, Jerbs. Here's the poem by John McCrae called In Flanders Field. We will uh, uh, read just the final two stanzas here. We are the dead short days ago. We live, felt dawn, saw sunsets glow. Loved and were loved and now we lie in Flanders Fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from falling hands we throw. The torch be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders Field. And so that's why you see these red flowers on people's lapels. So here's the problem. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is it a problem? For six pence will make you none the richer. You can get a rainbow glittery poppy style badge. There's apparently different versions of it. But effectively, it's like any kind of LGBT iconography that apes another thing. You know, you could do an LBGT sports team logo or a band logo, something like that. But this is for fallen soldiers. Well, as a lot of these culture war stories go, it begins with a tweet. This is from some lady named Kate. I'm not in any way homophobic, she writes, but this is beyond. The red poppy is in memory of all soldiers during the war. The poem poem Flanders Field states why. Pride is a whole month to raise awareness. Soldiers who died and fought for us have one minute a year. Get some respect. Which, I mean, oh my god. I understand that when it comes to veterans, specifically fallen veterans, there is very little room in some folks' mind for wiggle room. This is a thing, is a thing, is a thing, that's it. There's no commentary, there's no slight change, there's no, okay, well this is an established iconography, can we twist it just a little bit? But holy smokes, it's this is what I mean. Like, I like talking about this. What does iconography mean? When does iconography become so embedded that you can build another message on top of it? That's fascinating to me. And and you get into I mean, this is like a British version of the kneeling during the national anthem thing. But at the same time, oh, I mean, do I really want to fight about the fact that somebody put a a rainbow flag poppy on Etsy or this lady named Kate got upset about it? I'm sure I would hate Kate if I met her. She seems real uptight. Now I have to fight about her. She's dictating this podcast. God, we don't have anybody like that here in America. Wow, all beauty, no brains. And you say I'm not good looking? You're a flounder. You're flat chested. You got no tits. Okay. I probably would have had sex with you from behind and dumped you. Okay. So Sarah, you're a fucking bimbo. You're an idiot. You're a cam whore. You're clouding. You're a cloud whore like all of them. Damaged goods. I'm gonna be a movie star. I'm gonna be big. I'm gonna be rich. You're not. You're just a dumb whore. Well, that is the voice of the bagel boss, a.k.a. Chris Morgan of Long Island. You may or may not remember the viral clip of him freaking out at a bagel store and then eventually getting tackled. He's a short guy, kind of dumpy. He's got the kind of loud mouth that can only truly be produced on Long Island. And now, according to the New York Post, page six, he has been a bit of a creepster with cam model and ex stripper Sarah Rusi. She says that uh, the bagel boss not only invited her on his podcast, but then tried to shoot a YouTube video with her at a at a, at a restaurant, which he treated like a real date quote, Roosie. I told him that I have a boyfriend, but Chris kept saying you could do so much better. He kept telling me how famous he was. And he asked me, how does it feel finally meeting me in person? Question mark. Morgan then sent her a shirtless picture. I was like, what the hell says Roosie. Does he really think I'll be turned on and text him back? He doesn't exactly look sexy. His problem is he's got a lot to learn about women. That is what produced the clip that we began this with, which is him just being an odious dirtbag. I, I feel awful even talking about this. I guess it's, I mean, this one got sent in on our on our Discord from a, a Vancouver outlet covering what, Seems to be something that is only newsworthy between the Manhattan restaurant they went out to dinner at and the Long Island Railroad all the way out to Montauk. But here we are talking about the bagel boss. I mean, is he is, this is the brand, right? He's just going to be a, an awful person. He's going to be an awful person, and we're going to say, oh my God, look at how awful he is. Is that the brand? He has a podcast, I guess. Jim Norton was on it. I like Jim Norton. Jim Norton seems like the kind of guy who'd be fascinated by the bagel boss. I hope that they're secretly together. Or no, I don't. I don't know what. Maybe this is the reason why we're talking about him. This is an existential question. Why am I talking about him? today, on a high note, yes, Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap, and that was Big Bottom, a classic. Literally, if there's anybody who is listening to my voice who has not seen Spinal Tap, what are you doing, friends? Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest, Michael McKeon, and Rob Reiner have thankfully settled a dispute with Universal Music to continue to distribute the Spinal Tap music library on streaming and and with the movies. Uh, This was in uh, response to a 2016 lawsuit for $125 million that alleged that UMG and Studio Canal underpaid music royalties in the film and sought to reclaim their copyrights to the film, its song and characters. The lawsuit says Vivendi reported only $98 in total income from the soundtrack's music sales between 1989 and 2006 and just $81 worldwide in merchandising income. Guests and companies belonging to Reiner and McKeon were added to the complaint after Shearer started it. So uh, uh, this was a back and forth. Uh, It seems that there was some hilariously poor accounting done, and and, and the Spinal Tap guys have gotten their money. All of the people involved in the lawsuit had positive things to say about Universal Music after everything has been settled. And even more, it looks as if eventually all of the rights to the characters in the music will be transferred back to the initial creators, which is... I think good news. Good news. See, we had an awful culture war story, and then we had this odious bagel boss, and now we can end with peace in our time. We started out with a touchy British lady, and then we went to uh, an awful American person, and then ended with a good feel-good story about a bunch of American actors pretending to be awful British people. Awesome. I would like to thank our producers, Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trey, The Melodic Command, Adam, Middle-Aged Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. I would like to remind you guys that you can email me, jurydaily, at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord, bit.ly, slash discord. In fact, you head on over there, go to the Jury Stories channel, And paste whatever story that you like. You want to know why? Because that's where we get all the stories for this show. That's why, sillies. Today's T Ken gave us the Rainbow Poppy story. Another Jay Martin had the Spinal Tap story. And a big shout out to Dav, who gave us our bagel guy, bagel boss. Sorry. I'm sorry for the honorarium. The bagel boss. Until next time, Michelle, your Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. And more importantly, please, dance!